What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Breaking Barriers pod, where we're talking all things and anything basketball. I'm your co-host, GZ Hoops. Let me throw this no look over to my boy real quick. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Mark, a.k.a. Breaking Barriers Training. G and I both would like to express our appreciation for the love and support you guys have been showing. Please continue to tune in to each episode and also go follow us on IG and Twitter, both at Breaking Barriers Training and GZ Hoops. Let me finish this bucket. Broski, what's up? Hey, what's going, Mark? How are you feeling? Pretty good, man. How are you? I'm cool. I'm cool. Just uh, <laughs> rushing home real quick. Record the EP before. I got mass tonight at 7 o'clock. Got to take care of that. So Yeah, that's important, man. You know the vibes with that. Yes, sir. And you got you got a sick guy next to you, huh? Little guy. Yeah, man. You over here cooling, man. Playing you know. the game. Yeah. <laughs> a little fake. <laughs> so if you hear that throughout the throughout the episode, listeners, it's it's not Mark. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> yes, sir. But man. you know, before we get started, bro, mm-hmm. always we gotta thank everybody that's tuning in. And um, yes, sir. we gotta thank Anchor, of course, because you know, they give us some jacked up episodes every now and then. <laughs> but for the most part, they've been they straight. Show, they've been straight. For the most it was part, like they show two up. episodes ago. It was but <laughs> <laughs> you know, and um, Apple and um, Spotify, the whole gang, of course, and um, you know, everybody that's gonna tune in today too. For sure. I mean, shoot, bro. Episode forty-four. Crazy. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Um, before we dive too deep into anything, definitely want to highlight a little bit from last episode. Um. I just took a screenshot of your Snapchat story because I got to get that out on my platforms. We highlighted that. We're trying to get this AAU thing going. For sure, Um, man. So anybody that's listening, if they got younger brothers, if they got nephews, if they got anyone interested in playing basketball with Mark over in Mercer County, primarily reach out. We're trying to get this thing rolling. Definitely, man. We're trying to get kids that want to hoop. You know, mm-hmm. you ain't got to be no five-star. We ain't tripping. No, um, none of that. We want guys that's going to work, man, at the end of the day. And um, that's really it. Facts. I mean, the five-star thing, it's overrated, man. It's like we talked about last episode. We want kids that want to get better and are going to better themselves for their upcoming middle school, elementary school, high school season. So that's what AAU basketball is about. Right, man. We want guys that want to get better. I take the twos over the twos or threes over the fives because they got something to work work they, for. They got something to prove. Exactly, and that's how the the ones always end up getting taken down. Mm-hmm. You, you know, so um, <clears throat> we just gonna we gonna work with whatever we got for real, for real. Facts. And how about uh, the clothing line, the merch LLC? You definitely got to highlight that one more time here. Yeah, man. So. Wait, what's like what you saying? Like how like talk about just talk about a period? Yeah, just kinda let the people know what's going on with the brand and how it's officially yours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In case anyone missed out last week. Man, you know, shout out to my cousin Jessica Talbert, man. Curse. She the plug. She she helped me get the LLC for real. And um you know, you know, it's I ain't think it was as important until I really looked into it and talked to her, you know, and it's like mm-hmm. It ain't nothing like you having your own something that's yours. So, you know, definitely shout out to her. And then um, as far as the merch, you know, I'm about to be work. I'm in the process of trying to drop joggers, man. Okay. That's tough. Even like warm-ups for, 
for some kids, they might wear it like that. You never know what they want to do today. But. Yeah, you know, it's just <laughs> joggers for everybody, you know, all ages, mm-hmm. you know, females and males. And, you know, I'm in the process of really getting this merch stuff started, too. I mean, looking back, like we always say about this podcast, who would ever thought, you know, we – um be looking at doing this type of stuff in life. We still think we'd be playing basketball, but, you know, life leads other ways and mm-hmm. trying to be my own boss, as we always say. Facts. That's the thing, bro. Basketball obviously has taken us long ways in our playing careers, but Facts. it created different avenues in coaching and training, creating this podcast, you creating merch, you obtaining an LLC. Like, it's there's businessman moves that are being made that, I definitely want to just highlight for you and for the people that listen. Definitely, man. It's, I appreciate that too, you know. But just trying to show these kids out here like it's something different, man. You could you could start it from the ground up yourself and Facts. You, you know really be something. And you don't really need the handout like people think. You know, mm-hmm. just grind and get in and break barriers, like we always say, brick by brick. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Even speaking of that, man. Um, now. I know I was home for a couple of days. It feels like two seconds. Always, <laughs> always feels like that. Literally don't right. get to see nobody besides the fam, which is great. Of but course. Got to jam a lot of things into, into a couple of days. But I know you had a tournament over the weekend. Yeah, Definitely want to talk about that a little bit. <laughs> I know we were texting about it. But ah, the heartbreak. What's up with it, bro? The championship. Heart. You made it to the championship. <clears throat> so, all right. So, let, let me break it down. So, we was in, like, basically a shootout. You know, mm-hmm. you know how that is. Like you play three games, and that's that. But the way they did it is, it was three games. But if you went three and zero, you got a gold chip to the champion to the state championship. Okay. And like, um, and basically, like, <clears throat> you get medals and stuff like that. So it wasn't technically a championship, but it was at the same time. For it would have been for us, I'd say. I don't know what the Shannon record was. I got you. <clears throat> but bro, they had to do my height. Mind you, I'm six foot. Right. <laughs> and he was in sixth grade. There's always <laughs> one kid like that, bro. It was, it was crazy. Been. It was crazy. But um, you know, we went two and got to them. Um, it was a tough game, bro. Like we started out winning. We was up like four at halftime. Mm-hmm. That you know, basketball being basketball, game of runs. Got to play four quarters. You know, they went on their little run. Mm-hmm. We weathered the storm. Um, we was down three. couple bad choice calls, couple bad choice mistakes on our behalf. Um, <clears throat> cost us the game, man. Yeah. It's crazy, but. Yeah. I mean, my thing is, bro, we've talked about it right <laughs> here and even just amongst each other. Every game, every practice, every element in your life right you you go through it and you got to take some away from it too you got to learn from it so sure (laughs) always got to take away at least one thing from anything you do in this life so y'all reaching the championship you guys not coming out the on top maybe like you wanted to but like i said you definitely learned something what's one thing you've learned as a coach from that experience and even bro what's one thing you want to kind of pitch out there to your current players like this is what we need to do for the next tournament man what i learned is you it's you really gotta you know you gotta be locked in for real like mm-hmm. 
you got to be locked in as a coach. You got to <clears throat> sometimes have confidence with the things you or players you don't have confidence in. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'll give you a quick rundown. We had this new kid, like, he could jump out the gym. Like, he could touch the net and hang on the net already. Oh, he's he's that guy. That guy. He <laughs> don't have no type of offense because he's new to, to who, you know? Yeah, but, yet. You don't have it yet. Yeah, but, you know, mm-hmm. he's like, like, it's crazy. I, I didn't, we didn't have confidence in him to, you know, play against Hickory, who was our rivals. Um, and we probably could have used him on the boards. And then we throw him in the next game. And the team wasn't as good, but they was big. And, you know, he snagged dang near everything for us. And it, it was just crazy because we were like, we probably could have used that last game. We could have used a defense. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, we needed him the next day. He wasn't even able to show up because he had chest pains. Aww. So, you know, it's just like if he was in shape more, if we got him in shape more, you know, you start questioning yourself. Little things like that, mm-hmm. but um, and as far as the players, they just need to. We just need to get better at communicating for next tournament, mm-hmm. uh, um, and putting the ball in the hoop. We missed a lot of um, layups. You know, being the dude was taller. I, I think they was a little worried, but you go hard in practice and go up strong in practice. It don't matter in the game, you know. Facts, so. facts. Hey, those are great points, man. I mean, go game speed at all times for sure. So when you get in that game element, you're ready. Right. If there's a big body there, man, throw your body into him. Get exactly. to the free throw line. Two points that way is equivalent to two points up close with a layup. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I think I like what you said about just having confidence and maybe someone you might not have expected. Right. And even that kind of correlates to you, too, being a young coach. I've definitely seen that myself, like – you walk into a gym like dang like people know like I'm I'm newer to this per se than a lot of other dudes right so right. you might start to underestimate yourself but if you do that yourself then your kids see that and feel that same way right so you definitely got to hold yourself a certain way to be like yo like let's get this dub let's let's get it done we know what we're doing I know what I'm doing I trust you guys trust me and we'll kind of get it get it out the out the mud per se you know so exactly and and the piggyback on you know what i said the reason why there was a little bit of trust because you know due to covid we pretty much just been back for maybe a month now almost right. a month that's that's crazy bro so you know we didn't we didn't even have that many practices cuz this is our travel team that right. lost, that lost this so you know for the people who didn't get to tune into the past episodes how we broke how we break down our stuff is we play our own we play each other in the regular season tour in our in our regular season we play against each other fourth fifth and sixth mm-hmm. we do a little draft and then we take the best players from each grade and they play travel team so you know it's honestly tough it is so you know they it's a lot of basketball on these kids believe it or not like mm-hmm. and this weekend and and uh also, I don't want to talk too much, but I want to give a shout out to all the kids that did that because, bro, we we played in our travel team, mm-hmm. and then we played um, our own league. So some kids played two games in the league because we got five teams. So they played two games in our own league, and then mm-hmm. went and played in the travel league. The travel so game, they, hey. So so they might play four to five games that day, you know. So shout out to them for you know 
not giving up. I mean, right? Every, that's every that's his grit fun. right there. I mean, facts. And it's funny, like I I know you remember your coaches being like, "Oh, you're young. You can you can handle it." Yeah, but for sure. Low key, man. Like after a couple of games, it it gets hard. I mean, it don't matter got, what what, what grade you're in. <laughs> yeah, that's mental, bro. At that facts. point, that, it don't like you said. It don't matter how young you are. It's mental at that point. And you got to think about the strain on their body. And then, you know, like I said, with COVID, they, they didn't have that much time to practice. Right. They got more time to practice with um, their regular season coaches than they did with, with me. So With y'all. Yeah. No, you, that's – you're that's actually feed, – you're feeding into my next question and final question on your, your experience from the weekend. I was just going to say what's been the most challenging – thing for you during these COVID tournaments, but I think you kind of explained it right there. It's You haven't had the guys as much as you, you normally would in a, a normal world. No, nah, bro. Yeah, that's, it hurt because, you know, people might say, oh, they sixth grade. How do you do that? But, like, it messed up all our defensive schemes. Added new offense, so we're not as stagnant, you know, and it's, it showed this weekend. You know, like, we won the games we won and was able to fight in the championship off the strength of them kids as just straight competitors. Just talent and work ethic. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. just competitors. But um, So just think, once you actually have a standard schedule, you get to work with the same kids X amount of times per week for X amount of hours. Like, oh, gonna be Sounds crazy. like you got a good group there, man. For sure. And we got one more tournament left. So, hey. you know, everything's possible. Let's go, man. When's that? Uh, after we finish our regular season, we in okay. the regular season, we got two weeks of that left. So we play this Saturday and then next weekend is the playoffs for us. There we go, man. Well, you already know, we'll be talking about it here. Cause I know a lot of people do like hearing about your personal experiences and just hearing us kind of go back and forth about just our mindsets of being that, that youth coach, that younger individual coach. Right. Coaching the younger kids and us being "quote unquote" younger as coaches, so a lot of people like it. Got to keep it up for sure. Definitely, bro. What's next? Shout, shout out to Jonah real quick. I know he's listening. He always he wants he always is asking me for stuff, and I know he's asking you for stuff. That boy Woes right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember, I, I tweeted him last week. He said he's down to get on an EP. Maybe maybe next week we'll get him on here. Yeah, he said well, he, we'll he, he, he in ground mode right now for the season. You know. He is, he is. He trying to be Coach Pop slash Wolves. Bro, I seen uh, Sharon, eighth grade, was looking for a game, and I sent it over to him, and he's like, oh, like I'm about to look into this. So I would love to see Northwestern versus Sharon. I just, might have to slide into culture, that game. Bro. That'd be dope. For sure, for sure. So shout out, bro. But next thing, man, um, definitely want to. I want to talk about the NBA G League bubble a little bit. Okay. Have you been watching any games or any like reading up on anything from the bubble as of late? Not really. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. No, uh, it's. I mean, that's kind of my my leading statement. Like, in a in a normal year, I know I'm saying this a lot this episode, but <laughs> many people don't tap in with the G League, right? I mean, right. You focus on the NBA. You focus on the NCAA. Honestly, you focus more in high school basketball and Euro League stuff. Right. But this year, the G League is hosting a 15-game regular season bubble over in Orlando, the Disney Complex, kind of like the NBA did last March. Um, 
So that's definitely been interesting. It's just crazy. Like, it makes me realize how highly skilled these players are and how much, or I should say, how little love they get until this bubble atmosphere came about. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't know. I still don't, but I, I didn't even know how to, like, really tap in and watch their games. Because it's crazy. I, it, I it's, on, really... it's on ESPN Plus now. See. At least these bubble games are, and like ESPN U randomly. See, that's crazy because I mean, I, I was never one to really like be on my computer or laptop, you know, growing up to like really tap into games and stuff like that, like watch mm-hmm. games online. Like, you exactly. know, I had to ask you to find, you know, an NBA, to, uh, watch it on while I'm at work and stuff. The like streams, that. yeah. Yeah, so you know, I mean, I feel like they should be putting them on TV, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, that's a, like, I know when I was home the other day, my dad and I caught uh, the G League Ignite team. That's that young group. We talked about them a couple times on the pod with Jalen Green, Jonathan Kaminga, all those those uh, individuals that should be freshmen in college right now but opted to go to the G League. It's right. their little squad. They okay. were playing on ESPNU, which, like, I mean, my dad has that channel in his, his cable package, like, Normal people, normal person probably don't. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, I definitely think, like, honestly, I think Erie played today on ESPN, too. And see, that's I crazy. Do, I do think I've seen far that. From us. They're not far from us, and they got they got a, a G League team, and we can't even really watch it. Right. I mean, that's what, like, when I went to school in Erie, I'm not even going to cap. Like, I went to a lot of Bayhawks games. They were fun. They were fun. I can imagine. So, that definitely opened my eyes on, like, yeah, like, these guys can really go. Obviously, there are a lot of top prospects from either high school or college that, I mean, there's only 60 draft picks in the NBA draft each year, right? So if you're not one of them 60 dudes, or even if you are one of them dudes, you still have the potential to be a two-way guy in the G League. So that's what, with this bubble, bro, like it's really highlighting a lot of these younger guys. And even some old heads are making some noise. Like, I mean, Jeremy Lin is playing for the Warriors affiliate. That was a big move. Okay. Um, even Erie, they've been exciting. They're three and one right now. They got Cassius Winston from Michigan State. They got Jordan Bell, recent NBA player. Um, wow. Even on that Ignite team, bro, their point guard, their starting point guard is Jarrett Jack. Okay. Yeah, he definitely. They definitely got some old heads. That's what I'm saying. So like, it's exciting. It's, it's a really cool mix of. Especially, like, these kids that are – they should be freshmen in college. But then there's also guys that are legitimate rookies, legitimate second-year players. And then you have that interchange of guys like Jared Jack, who – dude was drafted in 2005 and played in the NBA till 2018. And now he's in the G League just from age and injuries. And he just wants to continue to play basketball in the States. He doesn't want to go overseas. Think about how dope that is for Jalen and them, though. Playing Bro, against it's crazy. That, playing against that and some guys practicing with that. I mean, like, can't make this stuff up, you know? No, that, that's it, bro. Like, Jalen Green, Jonathan Kamenga, two highly touted prospects out of high school. Still in a lot of people's mock um, lottery draft picks for this upcoming draft. Right. They get to play alongside Jared Jack. And, and bro, one dope. thing, like, I seen when I watched them the other day, Jarrett Jack, the commentators are saying it too. He was the most vocal individual on that court. Right, exactly. And that's what they need. Mm-hmm. Be- because at that point, 
now they got the one up on guys who went to college. No, and, it's it's like it's undeniably true that these guys have a leg up. It's crazy. Right. And you know, we talk about you know, we kinda wanna see kids go to college and, you know, play for the coaches we like and everything else, but I mean if they got the talent like Jalen Green do, why not? <laughs> why not go and, you know, get the experience to play with somebody like Jared Jack? Exactly. That, you know, that's big. No, and that's the thing. Like, these young guys have really been showing out. But I think having those older individuals on their team to kind of show them the ropes, show them how to be pros, show them how to prepare for games, recover after the fact. Like, I know we had a whole episode on this Ignite team a couple months ago when it really came about. But now that it's here, it's like, dang. Like, th- like their team right now, they're 4-0. and I know that. Yeah, that's big. Which is crazy. <laughs> I mean – and it's, and it's good basketball, too, I can imagine. No, it is really good basketball. Because, honestly, obviously, like, they actually move the ball around. And you'll see different defensive schemes. Like, I know the team that was playing Erie the other night was around a 2-3. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't see that in the NBA, you know? Yeah, we saw that last year with the Heat. But I, we, yeah, everybody yeah. was wondering, was that was it because of the bubble? You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. But, but things like that, I mean, it's – it obviously got to be good basketball too, because you, like you said, Jared Jack is down there and he played in the NBA, so he's not right. gonna, he's not going to tolerate you know none of that and horrible basketball as people say nowadays. But um, I definitely got to start tapping in with with it because I want to see what Jalen Green been doing for sure. No, I got you definitely do. The How highlights you... don't even do it justice, bro. No lie, like just the way he moves on the court and actually makes the correct pass. And he's a pro already. Cutting off the ball and finishing at the rim. Like, he's, it's, it's honestly incredible. He's a pro already? For sure. For okay. sure. He's like that. He's it's, stamped by G then. No, for real. Like, I, I'll stand by that 1,000%. <laughs> okay. Okay. When, even like that Isaiah Todd, he's from out here in Baltimore. He committed to shoot. Uh, I can't even think of it. LSU or UCLA, maybe. I don't know. But when he decommitted, that was like a big thing. And he's been playing really good basketball. He's a strong post. And a lot of guys were saying he, he wouldn't be strong enough to play in this G League level, per se. And I mean, he's proven dudes wrong. It's crazy. So, um, oh, he was a Michigan commit. Isaiah Todd, was he? Yeah. I just okay, looked good. it up. Yeah, yeah. good. So I don't sound like a goof. But yeah, bro. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mean it's it's really enjoyable basketball. Honestly, if you need an ESPN Plus account, I got you. Yes, yeah, for sure. It's for cheap, sure. bro. I don't mind. I don't for, mind. For sure, man. I even cash at you something, man. <laughs> I be needing it, bro, because I I mean like all these games be coming on, and I'm like, well, I can't watch it because I'm not about to pay that money right now. <laughs> for <laughs> like, sure. And honestly, bro, since you're home during the day, most times, right? You work overnight. Yep. I know they've been having games like 11, 2, 4. Like, it's perfect. Yeah, that's definitely. And I don't be doing nothing. Like, that helped that help well, me you, with the topic. Facts. <laughs> facts. <laughs> it's crazy. Definitely Two more got- dudes from the bubble, though. I know you've seen at least one of them recently in highlights. Um, Kevin Porter Jr. Yeah, yeah, bro. Obviously, playing with the Rockets affiliate. He's been doing his thing, bro. What the hell, you in my mind or something? Like, I was really thinking about it. Like, just thinking about actually about him, like, yeah, we just on him going down there. Right, because we just talked about him a couple weeks ago when he got shipped away from Cleveland, went over to Houston, and 
he just needed a new space. He really did. Definitely did. Um, he, he needed a better – I don't even want to say team, as in, like, basketball team, but mental team behind him to figure some things out. He's new scenery. Dude. New yeah. scenery. I mean, let's be honest, bro. What's, what's really in Cleveland? Not much, bro. I you mean, I, I enjoy going to Cleveland. I enjoy going to the games. But for a young kid, that might not be the best spot. Might not nah. be. And, and think about it. Like, where we from, that's, that's big. You know, like, be more where you live is big. Right. But once you live there or once you've been there a certain amount of times, it's not big, you know. Uh-uh. And it's nothing but trouble there for some people who, you know, don't don't got the right mental, like you said. Right. And that's what, yeah, like he, he went to Houston. Now he's playing on, on their affiliate down in the G League bubble, averaging roughly 24 points per game. I mean, he's just a smooth bucket. And it's it's very enjoyable to see him do what he's great at on this scale. Because I feel like a lot of people are starting to write him off already, which is just absurd. Hey, people go, may sound crazy, but I'm telling you, he's the closest thing to James Harden. No, it. I mean, it's very – he mimics Harden. He definitely mimics Harden. And he worked with C. Brick, so you know C. Brick is putting him in a situation to be, you know, uh, like almost in the realms of James Harden, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he, you know, Brickley, he, he's not going to train no slouch either. Mm-mm. You got to come legit. And that's the thing. Like, he's putting him through James Harden workouts. So, he's, you know, he's breaking down film with him. He's probably showing him, like, this type of movement so he could put, you know, put right. that in his game. Because, like you said, he's a smooth player for real, bro. Bro, he, like, hit, he hit the John Wall behind the back lay the other day. I saw Stepped that. Step through behind, reverse lane. That. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. He's, 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 bro, I, I saw the comparisons in college that he was trying to, you know, kind of uh, – Move like James, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm like the more he plays, I'm starting to really see it, and it's crazy, bro. And I'm I'm excited to see what he come back with, cause like you said, they wrote him on for real. They did, they really did. I mean, hey, like that's even a lesson to a lot of a lot of younger kids that listen to our podcast weekly. Like, shoot, sometimes the environment you're in right now might be good for you. Sometimes it just might not be your best fit. Right, and either way, you, trust the process. Right, you got to work for what you want and kind of figure it out. And if you need to move to a, another uh, atmosphere to get yourself right mentally and physically, by all means, you got to do it, man. Not even just basketball, just life, you know. Got to, man. And shout, You know, it's crazy that you said that because that goes into um, Malik Rudolph yeah. from um, – Kennedy, Malik Lampkin, Rudolph, you say from Kennedy, you know, he going through a little something. You said he, he wanted an early, he showed interest of coming on, potentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so, you know, yeah. once he got out the season, you know, he could he could get more convo on his situation, but. Exactly. You know, just not to speak on his situation, just say he going through something similar, you know, keep fighting like you're doing, because, you know, with or without basketball, you're going to make it. Like, he got a 3.8. You know, facts. So. I seen it. I seen it on Facebook, and Shark I don't even down. know the kid. Don't know him at all. But he he dope, man. He you, you can just see a good kid when you when you see one. You know what I'm saying? Like we sure. we've been around the game long enough. We've been around just the atmosphere long enough. And even like you are a Sharon guy. He came from Sharon. I went right. to Kennedy. I'm a Kennedy guy. Like you, you just see it. You know what I'm saying? So. He he's hooping too right now. I mean, they they 16 and two, bro. They're really balling, bro. They're hooping. So. They're doing their thing. They're doing their thing. Shout out to them, man. Yes, sir. I need, actually I need to give him a follow back. I seen 
there, there's someone that always views my stories. I'm like, who is this? And, is and it being him. Yeah, him? I, yeah, I need to follow him back. Yeah, so. he, he cool people, man. You I'll, got, I'll he need you to, matter of fact, go give him a follow because he need a thousand followers. And I got, I'm actually, I'll follow him. Yeah. I'll follow him right after the EP. I, sure. I got him. For sure. And I'm going to tag I'm gonna tag him so he gotta listen to this so he can get his followers up. Yeah, yes, sir. Got him. Got him. That's <laughs> early promo, bro. Yeah, go go follow my boy. His name is Malik. Dot five or something like that. Yeah, I got him. I got him. We are gonna find it. But yeah, bro, what's next, man? One <laughs> one more uh, younger dude that's been showing out in the G League bubble. I want to show love to real quick. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets affiliate. He was drafted by them. He got sent down to the G. Vernon Carey from Duke. Okay. Averaging 23.3 points per game. <clears throat> dang near 10 boards a game. Like, the current Hornets could utilize him, but they, they are not. And why do you think that is? I don't know, man. A lot of it is kind of like what we talked about a couple episodes with LaMelo. Like, they were saying James Borrego, the head coach, is kind of putting Melo through like the my career simulation, like <laughs> you, you come off the bench for a couple minutes. Okay. You do your thing. Then you earn a little bit more minutes. Okay. Then you become the sixth man. Then you become a starter. And it's kind of like that with Vernon too. I think like, I feel like he, they don't really necessarily believe in him right now at this moment, which maybe they see something that we don't. Right. Right. But I don't know, man, if he, as a kid right out of Duke is doing these type of numbers in the G League after being on your roster for the last couple of weeks, couple of months, like you might want to pull him up. Or they're trying to let him flourish too. Could be a thing. You know, it's crazy though because it's like a few years ago people used to knock the G League, you know, like all, Oh yeah, 100%. And now it's like you see these guys go down there and flourish like you said and they come back monsters, bro. And they and it's like the G League needed their respect too. So you know, I'm wondering, do they feel like they just want him to get down there to gain his confidence? Yeah, that could definitely be a thing, man. But what you think about and speaking of uh, Melo too, not to change the topic from Vernon, but what you think of that? Like how they was doing Melo as far as the uh, 2K simulation stuff. <laughs> Early on, I mean, you know, I'm a big fan, so it was it was a little frustrating for sure. Just after you think it helped his him, game, I should say. Uh, yes and no. I mean, I feel like honestly, the kid just has so much confidence in his game that <laughs> he definitely does. You could throw him out there game one, and he's gonna do what he does. He might not drop the numbers that he's dropping now mid season, but it comes with trials and tribulations and just experience. Right. Um, them kind of throwing him, throwing him in there a couple minutes here, a couple minutes there. I don't think that was the best for him because he's definitely kind of a rhythm player, as a lot of us are, honestly. Um, right, right. But, yeah, he's doing his thing now. It might have took an injury to get him into the starting lineup, but he's uh, he's definitely hooping, bro. I've seen he's about to be headlining the the skills challenge at the All-Star break. I, I, I already knew that. Which is dope that they're having all that, I think. Yeah, the players is mad about it, though. I know. That's another topic, though. That's just that's us being fans, though. Honestly, we just want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest with you, I don't understand why they're mad about having it and they want to have the season. Yeah, like what's really the difference? Yeah, bro. Like, Not much. What are we missing besides the fact that 
Y'all coming around for events? Ain't a gaming event? As long as everybody is COVID tested, like it's it's similar protocols to what you guys are doing now in your current cities, traveling to different cities. You know what I'm saying? So, right. And I feel like that's worse, honestly, because y'all wanted y'all didn't want to do the bubble. So I feel like that's worse that y'all want to travel. Yeah, bro. I I don't know. It's I've seen both both sides of the story too. Some guys are for it. Some guys are highly against it. So. I don't know. It's crazy. It definitely is crazy. Yeah, for sure. One thing before we hit this commercial break, bro, I do want to touch on, did you see the stuff about uh, Jalen Johnson from Duke? No, sir. What happened? Uh, Freshman, like lead lead, uh, individual over there at Duke right now. I know they're not playing too hot, but he is opting out of the rest of his freshman year to prepare for the draft. Wow. And, like, Coach K kind of gave him a nod. Like, we, we respect your decision. We want what's best for you going going long-term, blah, blah, blah. Like, not really a typical Coach K thing to say. Mm-hmm. So, like, even just hearing my little spiel on it, like, what do you think? Like, is is that a legitimate move for the kid? Like, is because, you know, some people are saying he quit on his team and he quit on That's Duke. exactly what I thought as soon as you just said that. Right, right. I just honestly feel like you quit because they're not doing as hot as you maybe had the expectation for because mm-hmm. you're at Duke. So right. you're not contending for a national championship in your thoughts and you're giving up on them. That's what I felt, honestly. That's, that's what I think, too. But then I also see the other end, too. It's like, I'm not getting paid here. I can, but, I can focus on my long term, my 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 own business. Yeah. But it's also like you can expand your business by playing for Duke and, and, and kind of resurrecting them. You know think, what I'm saying? Think about it, bro. You kind of knew that when you signed the papers. That's facts. So if you, you know, didn't want to be there or didn't want to do that, you should have got yourself in a better situation. And I just feel like. Once you put yourself in something, you can't leave your guys like that because there's still a chance y'all could win y'all tournament and then, you know, yeah. win the national championship. Who knows? Like, they could yeah. really turn around and that makes you look miserable <laughs> to put and it And what nicely. if they do? Right. And what if they do? Then you your know? draft so, stock definitely hits the tank. Right. And you look like a quitter, like you basically did. So. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to judge the kid because maybe that might be the best decision for him. And sometimes you got to trust yourself even when others don't. Right, for sure. But it's just – I'm just the type of guy, once I sign some papers to be with my guys or I strap up with you once, that's what it is until the end. Nah, I agree. I mean, we're we're just old school in that sense, I guess. But, Facts. I mean, shoot, you made it this far throughout the year. You might as well just ride it out. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Months, like, oh, you're a couple bro. months away, bro. Gosh, dang. <laughs> and then I know, I know you've seen your boy, uh, Oscar Shoeboy, yeah. play stuff for Kentucky. He, he can practice. I seen him hit the half court shot today. <laughs> what do you think? He you think it's big. good that he's there to practice and help he, the current team? Yeah, because he's going to give them the energy for rim runners and guys like that who play like him in mm-hmm. their in their in their league. You know, he'll give them the advantage to be able to see it a little more, I guess you could say. And, um, right. Next year, too, he'll be big. Yeah, he'll be big next year, too. So, you know. For sure. I'm That's excited to see how Coach K uses him. I mean, 
I mean, Coach. Uh, I said Coach Kane. Your My boy. Goodness. Yeah, Coach Cal. I'm, I'm excited to see how he uses it, though. No, that's the thing. I don't want to talk about it too, too much because, you know, we got a lot of a lot of fans of Oscar, and we're, we're fans of Oscar, too. And that's the thing. Like, I think this is definitely going to benefit him in the long run, being able to learn the system early and get in that gym, get in that facility, get classes going at Kentucky to get him ready for his first official year with them, junior year. Right. So, right, yeah, man, definitely cool stuff. It's interesting to see all the the outlets that you're kind of able to dive into now as a collegiate athlete, right? And how you able to take your your responsibility into your own hands, take control of your own stuff. You know, it's cool. I think it's cool. Look how much easier it is to transfer, put yourself in the transfer portal, and get up out of there. It's crazy. It was, dude. I remember. I mean, even when we were growing up, like one, it was almost unheard of. But two. If you did, like it, you you were out legitimately for a full year. The, the following mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. now there's abilities to kind of overturn that. There's reasonings. There's writings. I mean, it's definitely a lot easier now than it was when we were we were younger, for sure. And for a lot of guys, this is a free year. Or for every for everybody eligibility wise, isn't this a free year? Yes. Yeah. So, so I mean, hey, no harm, no foul. All right. You know what I mean. Um, I don't know if you heard of him or been following up. Michi Johnson from Cleveland? Yeah. I mean, he was supposed to technically be a senior this year. He's going to, what, Ohio State? Yep. Right? 17, 18 years old, playing on a big stage. Number four ranked team in the nation. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, and te- the only reason why he ended up coming is because, you know, they told him they needed him, they needed a player to come and fill a spot for a player who got hurt. Hey, and if you and, got the credits, if you're able to through your schooling, why not? Exactly, and, and like like we just said, it's a free year for him. So, you know, that transfer portal and them giving him a free year due to COVID and everything was just big for the kids for sure to make their own decision. Facts, bro. Facts. One more thing, real quick. I know I'm kind of rushing, but I got to get over to church here relatively sure. quickly. Um, I know you've seen Dray- Draymond Green's interview. Post game press conference from a couple of days ago. Yep. Um, I'm sure a lot of us who fans uh, heard and seen the interview, but sum it up real quick. He was just kind of going off on the league for essentially taking care of their players. I mean, he was kind of highlighting how James Harden wanted to be traded and he was labeled as a bad guy. Same thing with AD a couple years ago, got fined. Boogie getting notified through the press of a, a trade of him, him being right. traded. Kyrie getting bashed for taking time for his mental health. And then just kind of harping on current guys like Blake Griffin, uh, Andre Drummond, their respected teams, pretty much telling them, yeah, you can't play because we're trying to ship you off. Which is bogus to me. It is. It's, I mean. Let him get his stock up there. It's just like, I, like, I understand, like, all right, if we don't see you in our future, like, I, I'm not going to have you playing every minute of every game. But then again, why do you even have to put that on the table? Why can't you just make those workings behind the scenes and make the trade happen? And then it, it's just good for everybody mentally, I think. You prolong it. And then, like, that's telling somebody basically, like, I got rain over you. That's you know facts. what I mean? Like, like you basically telling him when he can and can't play. So, basically, we'll use you for this game because we want to win, but we're not using you next game. That's bogus. That's it. And that's what Draymond was saying. Like, 
like these guys, they're being told that they, they, they can't play. We're trying to buy you out, whatever. But they still have to sit on the sideline and act professional with their team. And if they're not there, they'll get fined. They look like a, a horrible teammate that lowers your stock for a potential trade, blah, blah, blah. Right. I mean, like there's really no way of winning for the player in that sense. And that's kind of one Draymond's kind of highlighting, like, these owners, these managers, they're kind of just manipulating what we can and can't do. And They are, and they paint you to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like we said on the, the previous EPs, James Harden didn't go about it right when he asked for a trade. And he pretty much had free reign of everything mm-hmm. as far as who came in and out of the team. So for him to, you know, pretty much do the Rockets like that, I see why they labeled him where they labeled him at the time. But then again, the Rockets weren't going to get any better or win with him still being there. It was a done deal. So, um, you know, could he win by it better? Yeah, of course. But at the end of the day, like you just said, bro, they're going to they, hold you on a bait as long as they can. Mm-hmm. Just because they can. So, sometimes you got to take matters into your own hand. That's it. It's like, if I'm Andre or Blake, like, what do I – like? How do you even act? Like you're just like okay, like I'm just randomly sitting on this bench, fakely cheering and applauding for my teammates that I've been playing with the last how many games in their sakes last roughly two years, right. but in a couple of weeks I'm not going to be playing with them anymore. So why why am I doing that? And then somehow y'all they both go from being on sorry teams to contenders. Yeah, isn't that crazy? And it, and the fact is they're not even asking. The team is willing to send them to contenders. Like I'm, it, I, I'm amazed by that. Yeah, it's Wouldn't like you want to send them to somebody worse. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's just they they're trying to get trade picks back, I guess, or I mean draft picks. My bad, draft picks. I mean, I understand that, but you know, when we was coming up, the teams used to try to send you the worst teams so you wouldn't benefit off of wanting to be no, traded. No, that's facts. Or that's what I've seen, like Andre Drummond, like. His like potential landing points are uh, Brooklyn, L.A., Miami, like <laughs> top of the top. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So after playing for who? Only Detroit. He's been in Cleveland. I know. I'm saying though, but he's only, oh, yeah. his only yeah, other yes. team besides Cleveland yes. was Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. So yeah. he never played for no contender. Mm-mm. And that's what I mean. They're pretty much saying Jared Allen is our guy. We want to. We kind of want to build and play around Jared Allen as opposed to you. Which still amazes me that they Brooklyn was even willing to trade him, but you want Andre Drummond. So that's the thing too. It's like Andre Drummond might end up in Brooklyn right now. Yeah. So it's I don't know, bro. It's like it's a business we talk about all the time, but it's definitely a headache if you're not following it through and through. But quick question: What's the what's the difference between his game and DeAndre Jordan? Nothing. And that's what I heard commentators the other day. They were like, yeah, they'll be able to alternate these two uh, these two bigs that they need to just understand and solidify their roles as rim protectors, rebounders, and lob finishers. Right. But so, but that's Jared Allen, too, is it not? <laughs> <laughs> what post moves? <laughs> and that's the thing. Jared Allen actually could post up, like. Drummond might post up, but he give you that little nasty looking baby look. Yeah, he he don't really got it like that. Nothing. He really so don't. like what what you really? I oh man, I don't, I don't know, bro. You know, it, it's very interesting to put it put it nicely. Definitely, <laughs> they they get paid for this stuff. We don't, but 
I know, man. That's what we were saying, what, last week? What were we talking about last week and then the next? Oh, uh, Patrick Mahomes and Steph Curry comparison. Right, right. We were talking about that. Then the next morning I see on first take Stephen A. Smith and uh, what's his name? Max Uh, Kellerman. Max is barking at each other about that. I remember I sent you that snap. I was like, this this was us last night. (laughs) Right, like, oh, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. That's the best way I could put it. That's the best way I could put it, man. But I mean, you know, I, I just don't understand what, what teams think. Like like Golden State, when they got KD, that was a great move to want to win now because they haven't won in mm-hmm. so long. But like looking back at it, was it really worth it to almost dismantle a team that had just set the record the year before for one guy who wasn't even loyal to you when you bought him his championships and who's who's gone already? <laughs> Gone already. Like he lit, he was legit there for what four years, three yeah. years. Like yeah. bro, bro, that was the quickest three years ever. Like when LeBron was there, if <laughs> in Miami, I felt like LeBron was there forever. It was a lifetime. Feels you know like the least. And he was only there for four years, and then KD go there for three years, and was gone like it was nothing. I'm just like wow, bro. It's like that was the quickest three years, and he just didn't give no bump about it. <laughs> Uh-uh. Hey, now now, he, now he's happy in Brooklyn with Kyrie and James Harden, and they're bringing in Andre Robinson. Like, they have so many former Thunder players on that team now. I'm about to say, they, they brought Green. back the whole OKC team. Might as well mm-hmm. bring Westbrook back. Shoot. <laughs> Who knows? They might. Yeah. God K- dang. KD, go back to the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> Man. But, yo, I think I'm going to have to call this here, Mark. I need to For clean sure, up bro. real quick before church, but – Always yes, a pleasure. You know the vibes. Episode 44. Uh, definitely want to give a shout out to Anchor, Apple Pods, Spotify, all the platforms that put our content out weekly, all of our viewers. And yeah, bro, let's get this out real quick. Like I said, I'll probably be posting it after church, but I For got sure. you. Still post it. For sure, bro. Just tap in with me, brother. All right, bro. Talk to you later. Yes, sir.